Whenever you're ready, fam. On three, bro, please. All right. Ready? Ready. Three. I already started recording, but I'm just going to like... Jesus fucking Christ. One, two, three, asshole. Three, two, one. Welcome once again yet to another episode of Those Boys Ain't Right. My name is Raul, and I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Gay Baca. Mr. Gay Baca. So, yet again, once again, here together, after trying to record for a million weeks now and having no success, whether it be technical difficulties or the power went out because... We were trying to mimic fucking Texas weather, and we couldn't get away from work. And so one thing and another, we're here again. Let's hope that this one goes through, and then you guys get an awesome, awesome recording of my voice and Eric's voice on your ear while you're driving and commuting to work. Yeah. And today I am drinking a uh, something a little different, something called Phantom L's Crimson Phoenix, bro. It looks another, like... another, uh, also known as Men tes- Testicle Juice. Mm-hmm. Give me that juice. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty. All right. So last week you were drinking some fruity shit that I thought it was like uh, like pineapple juice, but it turned out to be uh, uh, a beer. Yeah. I had no cart. clue. It was a mango cart. And so again, I mean, again, this is how. Not officially sponsored just yet but if they want yeah. to we'll take it oh yeah hit us up now uh, send us some send us some cool shirts cool beers for eric and yeah. some cash for me go ahead and slide, uh, slide into the dms yeah slide that bitch in and then we'll go ahead and uh, <laughs> talk business we'll send our lawyers to talk to your lawyers yeah. attorneys versus attorneys come out with a great plan and let's do it let's do this so what's up, man? What Dude, is new for you? Just just like you've been busy, I know we've been trying to record, and uh, I know you have a lot of things on your plate. I've had a lot of things yeah. on my plate. But you yes, know, trying, yes. to stay, trying to stay true to the to the fan base and uh, you know, give them the, the content they so desperately crave. But uh, Yeah, because the fan base do crave those boys ain't right. And yeah, then even bro. though we're busy left and right, I don't even know if they know that I took on the job. I think they do, right? We yeah, we, yeah. we we published out. We, we Okay. So 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 so, be, so let, let us recap. For those that don't know, which is everybody clearly, but we actually recorded a podcast last right. week. But we did. I full blown out my 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 feedback to eric was this was the best fucking the podcast best episode podcast. that we recorded and but raul, it sounded like shit yeah raul somehow i don't know what he did he ruined yeah it. me he me. just couldn't get it to work like, me so we blame him <laughs> but you know we, you know, at this point, I'm sure there's no excuse, but we're going to go ahead and use the excuse. <laughs> <laughs> you just blame it on me, fucker. Fuck it. But no, on all, on all seriousness, that was, the, to me at least, the yeah, best fucking a, episode that we we, we maybe, went maybe, back all the way. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll release it just with the bad audio quality if you guys want it. But just Yeah, so if you, know, you guys want to hear it for all of those Patreon members that we don't have, let we us know. Have. Sign up and then we'll post that one up yeah. again. That was my favorite one because we went back to another kind of root episode yeah. of like me and Eric traveling to Hawaii and acting a fool out there while my wife was pregnant with my first child. Just yep. made it back in time for labor. But yep. you know what? The, 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 the whole trip was amazing. So we were just good. talking about that a little bit. Maybe, maybe, we can, uh, maybe we can talk about it. But since we're on the topic of traveling, 
Yeah. I, I've uh, I've got bamboozled already to uh, to go traveling again, so uh, I'm not upset about it, but I'm just like, okay, I got Gretled, bro. I just got you Gretled. got Gretled. I got Gretled. Damn. Bro. I'm going to Mahatlan in April, and it's just like, yeah. we're, going, we're going here. I'm like, uh, I did not agree to this. He goes, yeah, so, you did. Do you know what's in Mazatlan by any chance or no? I have no, dude, it sounds like Mazapan to me, so I, I have no <laughs> idea what's there. <laughs> so you're going to a small, tiny, brittle fucking pastry. Yep. Nice. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've never been to Mazatlan, but I hear it's beautiful. Uh, so, I mean, you could come back and tell me how that shit was. How, oh how long God, is your flight? Do you know uh, or no? I don't know how long the flight is, but I'm pretty much going to stay there, I think, either three or four days. And, okay. Um, and it's going to be all inclusive as far as I know. So oh, it shit. Okay. Should be fun. Yeah. Nice. And you're going when, you said? April, late April. Ooh, I just hit the mic. Oh. Um, oh, okay. Uh, late April, like just before May. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because we leave on our vacation uh, towards the end of May. So nice. we got to get that shit started and going. Yeah, bro. I got I to gotta start, uh, gotta start putting the seed out there. Like I told, I, I, I don't know if, my, if the listeners remember. Well, you got to impregnate Mexican women? Is that what you about. mean by the seed? Yeah. You do, do you remember colonizer. the colonizer? Yeah, I you am a colonizer. colonizer. I'm a typical American, dog. Look. I'm gonna if go. you're talking about the plan where we said we're going to have a baby with each individual race, is that the every, one? Every Yes, every race, every creed, every religion. Bro, if, like, there's there's like 200 plus countries in, yeah. in, the, in the United States. So you mean there's going to be in, in, fucking the 200 globe. little bacas running around everywhere? Fuck yeah, little Lord That's Martian right. bacas, bro. One of them. One of them has to be successful. So I'm like, <laughs> one of those motherfuckers has to be successful. Has to take care of us. <laughs> I just show up like 30 years later It's like, son <laughs> Hey, hey, hey So like, think about it Like, you already have like slanted fucking eyes, right? Oh. If you were to breed with somebody from like Asia, bro Do you think they would look more Asian or more Mexican? Because, I mean, what do you uh, think? Well, I'm already kind of light-skinned So I pass off for white But, yeah my, <laughs> This my motherfucker are... does not pass off for white <laughs> <laughs> So, but my eyes are a little... <laughs> My eyes are a little squinty, so, so I don't know. My, my wife sometimes calls me Chinito, so no, I'm like, no uh, his wife actually calls him El Chiquito, El Chiquito. because of what he's packing down oh, there. Hey, bro, two-inch dick gang, bro, don't hate. Hey, four-inch gang gang. Gang gang. So you're going on vacation to Mazatlan. Yeah. Um, your wife forced this shit upon you. So, I mean, yeah. you know, you, you're such a fucking entitled American, of course, over here, like bitching about a vacation that that you're going to uh, you're going abroad to use your passport during COVID. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm doing a, what's called the we're doing a, the Raul. And uh, yeah, she, <laughs> she pulled a Gretel on me for sure. Uh, what's but, yeah, the, what's, what's the Raul? The Raul is like, oh, yeah, you know, I just I fly back and forth between different countries. And, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to not make it seem like I'm buying drug land. But come on, bro, all the signs are there. Come on, dog. If you follow the trail of every episode we recorded to this point, it's like it's all there. Like you're buying powder. You're buying homes. You're looking at land. You're just like, come on, bro. You're trying to be next chapel. It's okay, dude. Oh, man. But you know what? It's funny that you say that. Well, I'm happy for you going out Thanks. there on your trip, man. I mean, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for that. But 
now that you're talking about buying land and shit, um, I think I talked to you a little bit about my new business, right, that I was thinking of opening the other day. Yeah, you, you, we, we had some rumblings, and uh, I was like, why don't we just talk about it real quick and uh, see what the new plan is. Well, for everybody uh, that wants to know, and I need you guys to know because I need you guys to go buy this shit, I'm actually planning a great fucking idea for a business. And if you guys guess right now in the next 10 seconds what kind of business this is, I will let you go into this business with me. Yeah. Um, I'll make you a partner. Of course, you're going to put in cash, yeah. but you'll get to own part business of this. So, Is it, is it chocolate-covered uh, penises? You know, I actually thought about that too, but no, it is, it's not. They're not life-size replicas, right? They, I mean, I tried, but then people said they were called peckers, and then I was like, "Dick, hey, hey, okay, never mind." They're fun. They size, were just, bro. They're they were just size. putting me. They were just putting me down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a little Twix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck you, ma'am. It's not. <laughs> and most so, of the world is considered average. That's hilarious. <laughs> Hey, hey, no. Hold on. Speaking yeah. of average, yeah, yeah. okay, there are like a billion Chinese people, right? Right. Right. And what is the what is the common stereotype about Asians? They don't drive well. No. Besides that, you racist fuck. Um, <laughs> they all do nails and pedicures. No, douche. What's the other one? <laughs> they're all great techs. Oh, uh, maybe. I heard they're all good at math, but I don't know about. Techs. Uh, they come out with viruses that exterminate human beings that too bro they're big on that one uh, i have no idea what are you talking about so uh, with the, the 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 stereotype is that asians have little dicks uh-huh i don't know who measured enough dicks to get enough that of the standard variation probably but, you yeah I, I measured enough dicks to know so <laughs> if if there's a billion chinese people or why right is chinese and they all have little dicks I yeah, mean, they're the most of anybody on the planet. Doesn't that make them normal? It well, you know what? I guess that's where that's that 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 saying that you know that's the average because these motherfuckers have been on our side, Eric. <laughs> fucking bring keeping the average down. Imagine they just go in and <laughs> measure everybody from fucking uh, the Congo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're gonna come back telling us like hey actually guys you guys this thing is like way little yeah yeah so i don't know i just thought i'd throw that out there just for fun <laughs> <laughs> well i mean just to kind of go back to what we were talking about i'm actually starting a new business or a new idea Yo. and it's gonna be candles selling candles, candles i mean bro. candles bro i'm nice. so excited for it um in may that we take our vacation we're actually gonna Spend a few more days out in Mexico scouring the countryside and everywhere to go forage and go look for manufacturers that could actually make me candles and backpacks. That's what we're going to do. We're going to try to knock out backpacks and candles at the same time. So we're going to be looking for handmade uh, to bring them back in and then selling them. But with that being said, you know what? It's so funny that uh, we talk about government and shit like that all the time. Right. But... 
you know how I was telling you, Baca, that, you know, I, I've been having this conversation with you maybe for like three, four days now. Yeah. And where, you know, I, I, I show my excitement, what I'm looking, what I'm doing and all that good stuff with you. And part of the conversation was, you know, how to use these candles and these backpacks and put them through like an Amazon fulfillment center. Right. And as soon as I started talking about that, um, I get bombarded on my on my social media, usually on my YouTube uh, about videos that I should be watching, and I came across a couple of videos that I found pretty interesting. Yeah. And um, I don't know what I don't know if you've heard of this. I don't know if you've seen this in the past, or what are your ideas on this. But I would love to know because I mean, the well, only reason I ask you for shit sometimes is because I want your input, right? Right, right, right. No, uh, and, are you asking me just your general idea about the business, or or the fact that Big Brother is listening? I mean, I don't give a fuck about Big Brother. They're always listening. I'm talking about right. the business here. So, and what I what I what I saw on these videos and some of these videos were individuals going to like Walmart's, Targets, uh, Ross, uh, Burlington stores, and buying products that have already been marked down from this big these big box stores, and then taking that product and selling it for a profit on right. Amazon or on eBay. Reselling. And then reselling it. Yeah. So, for example, my daughter's today. Uh, you know me. I'm not a big spender. I really don't like to spend money that I work very hard for. Uh, I am more right. of that conservative spender and where I save my money, I invest my money. And then if I have a property or if there's something that I could jump on, like then nice. I'll go ahead. Yeah. And then I'll go ahead and, you know, buy a shit ton of them. Right. Uh, so, today my daughter's went with my wife. Uh, to one of these big, big um, box stores, and they purchased backpacks. So they bought what are they called? Steve Madden, like the brand, right? Like um, shoes. Right for 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 the for the backpacks that they're gonna wear, and the tags on the backpacks said sixty nine dollars and ninety nine right. cents. I was like, Jesus, who the fuck buy seventy dollar backpacks for school right. for a eleven year old and a seven year old? So. I scanned the barcode like, like these these gurus on on YouTube showed me, right. and sure enough, like a lot of these backpacks are being sold online for fifty, you know, forty forty to fifty dollars. And then I actually asked my wife, and she bought these backpacks for twenty dollars. Mm -hmm. She bought them at Ross, so she's getting these backpacks. We Cheap. bought the backpacks at twenty dollars, and there's people over here selling them for forty, so they're doubling what they're what they're getting. So. Right. I mean, if you do that with only a couple hundred, I mean, just to do the math for everybody, if somebody does that 200 times and they're making, like I said, $20 on each one, that's $4,000 a month, bro. Dude, it's so funny you say that because I, I promise you, we did not coordinate this conversation at all. Okay. Lately, I've been looking at ways of reselling as well. <clears throat> yeah. And I've been looking at more like liquidation sites. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I I happen to found uh, like like I'm recording off of, of an Apple Mac right now like an Air Mac mm -hmm. and I found because you're a baller yeah well yeah bro gotta gotta ball out bro mm -hmm. you know I, mean? uh, I found the actual charger units to go into these computers five of them for like a hundred bucks yeah and they go for like sixty each. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. So I started researching that shit, and it was like a lot of the websites were coming out through like Alibaba, right? Where you import yeah. a lot of the shit from uh, from China. China. Yeah, yeah, and and they could either slap a logo for you or not slap a logo, 
And then you just get it here and you just kind of drop ship that shit into an Amazon fulfillment center and let them right. take care of the whole fucking selling. I mean, what do you think overall of, of that type of business? I've never dealt with it. And that's why, I mean, like, I think, I'm very curious. I think it can work. I think uh, I think the the only thing is it's not it's not the candle per se, because you're you're more focused on the backpacks or the candles or just the overall flipping business, because you kind of just threw three businesses out there. No. So my main business that I'm going to focus on is going to be the candles. So I'm I'm going to buy I'm going to go buy about 500 units of candles, slap on my logo, smell the scents that I want to go with. And then after that, then I would want to send them to an Amazon fulfillment center and where, you know, let's just say I let's just say I'm buying the candle for five dollars already. Right. So five dollars is what the ca candles costing me with shipping. And I sell this candle online for twenty dollars. Um, so let's just say if, if that's a $15 profit, but of course on $20, I got to pay Amazon 15%, which is right. an extra $3 plus my initial five. Uh, and then I'm making 20, I'm actually making $12 profit on every candle. every candle. So on 250 candles that I, that let's just say I'll start times $12 profit. I'm making $3,000 on these candles. Now, right. what, what, what interest is, what the interest behind this business to me is the fact that I could take this bulk purchase that I just made kind of like what you were talking about, Alibaba and other shit. And then I could take that and then take it just directly to the fulfillment center for Amazon and then allow them to use the platform, which is nationwide, even worldwide in some right. cases. Right. And then for them to sell my sell stock and do everything with my candles, I don't have to keep anything in my garage. I don't have to, you know, have huge overhead, nothing like that, no warehouse because they take care of the fulfillment for me. So I feel that it's like a win-win in a in a way. Right. I mean, it sounds good. It's like it sounds good the way you're presenting it. I ju I just wonder not not to be like the negative person, but we got we gotta look for the flaws in our business ideas. That's like kind of why I relate business ideas to you, and you kind of do them to me. Um, yeah. And I'm wondering, like, it sounds good and all, but. You have to pay the fulfillment center based like every month, right? From what I understand, I have to pay them per sale. Per sale. Mm -hmm. So it's not like one month and then they just hold it, right? Because it has to be, let's just say, I don't think the turnaround time is going to be rather quick. It may take some, some, maybe a few months before you get rid of them all. That's what yeah, I'm so, so from what I was understanding is that, let's just say I'll, I'll let them know I have, you know, two, I have 250 candles uh the box that they're in you're you're talking about it's a five by five kind of box three feet tall so they they kind of get the dimensions and they know where they could put it in what fulfillment center hold on, hold on. and no, the, you're gonna have the three foot tall candle no the box where i'm keeping my entire stock of 250 <laughs> like, what kind of fucking candles are you building bro you're like three feet tall like wow <laughs> <laughs> i know right no but no that's just the box and so I would send them the dimensions. They would tell me like, okay, they, they, those have to be shipped to this fulfillment center. And then they'll keep them in there because there's that, that's the room for those candles. Now, of course, we're selling the candles. So as they're selling, they see if there's, they're, uh, you know, they're charging me the 15% per candle. Now, to your point, if the candles go two, three, four months without being sold, that's precious real estate that you know Amazon is losing on because they have my candles. They have the option at that point for me to either pay them monthly 
for for the real estate or for them to send the candles back i could still sell on amazon's um platform but then i keep the stock in my house right I mean, it sounds good. Like I'm not, I'm not honestly looking for like a way to, like, to talk down on it. You know how me, I am. It's like gun ho. If anything, I don't do as much thinking as you do when it comes to a business idea. Like, you know, like all the realistic possibilities. Right. Uh, I'm just. Uh, that's just what I'm like thinking. Of. What about competition? Why is like. There's a lot of competition. They, here's the kicker, though. Um, one of the things that I could work on, um, aside from just selling the candles, is just having a, a, a website, having additional promotions in my and on my on my direct website. So let's just say Eric Baca goes and buys a candle on online. He bought he buys the candle. He enjoys the candle. But if I'll give him the option to buy again from Amazon or buy directly from me, the source. And what I would want to do is funnel my customers back into my website because what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to get at is doing something such as like the, like a, like the dollar shave club or something like that. And where you could buy, yeah, where you buy two, three candles a month and they come in a box for you. And then if I could get you to go to my website and sign up for this subscription, then I know for a fact that every month I'm going to have an Eric Baca that, that is going to pay me. Let's just say if I sell the candles for $20 each a month, you could pay $60 for three candles, or I could sell you two candle, three candles for $40, meaning because you signed up for the subscription, you get a free candle every month uh, with the purchase of two kind of deal. I don't know. I don't know the specs. I'm just giving you an example of promotions that I could run because then I could take Again, the fees that I'm going to pay Amazon and all that, now I don't have to pay those fees because now I'm going. you're going directly to me. You're going to right. get an extra candle. But Amazon will definitely work for me because it's going to give me the, the um, how can I put it, the, the exposure out there in front of everybody. So basically yeah. you're just using Amazon as a launching platform. Yeah, but I mean, if I'm selling five, 500 candles a month with Amazon, I'm not going to cut Amazon out. I'm still going to pay them their 15% and whatever fees they're charging me because even though I'm making less, I'm selling more volume. And the name of the game is not so much the individual profit, but how much volume are you pushing out? The more volume, the more people it's being touched, the more people then eventually could go to your website. And then that's just sparks other business ideas. If somebody really likes, let's just say the vanilla scent and everybody's really going for it. And remember, these candles are going to be custom made like tailored um the glass is going to be blown by you know glass blowers the candle by uh, candle makers nothing is going to be like um mass produced so like someone's going to be pouring these candles individually so they're going to be those higher end um accessories usually that somebody pays you know 25 35 dollars they're going to get it for 20 bucks from me so they're going to be saving in the ballpark of like five to 20 to 15 dollars per candle if they buy it from me of course but if that business model hits and people are buying more of the subscriptions through my website then where i want to go next with this is let's just say again people are starting to buy more of this vanilla flavored candle they like it well why not come back out with like um bath bombs with that same scent so if the people are already taking a bath and then lighting up their candles or they want their house to smell like that let me give the people what they want and then we could do a we could do a shampoo we could do a conditioner we could do a bath bomb and then now we're selling a kit every month so you get your candle you get you know 10 15 20 ounces of this shampoo 10 15 20 ounces of 
this this conditioner and then you get three four five balls of you know the bath bombs kind of deal right. and and now you sell this kit for 50 bucks 40 dollars i don't know again these are all just ideas that we could take from the beginning to where we're going and and if you sell let's just say that kit for 50 dollars each and you have let's just say you've built a uh, a clientele basis on your website of a thousand customers. This is one thousand customers you're sending um, a kit to every month, every month, right? Because they're on the recruiting payment thing. Right. That's fifty thousand dollars a month that you're that you're spending, right. uh, depending on how much it's costing you to ship, how much it's costing you to make. Let's just say it's fifty percent of everything, which is really not going to be fifty percent. But let's just say on the low end, a thousand units is going to get you twenty five thousand dollars every month. Right. If you multiply a thousand twenty five thousand dollars times every month that's um that's about three hundred thousand dollar income on 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 a passive business because remember i i have a job and i i own another business so this is just kind of like a hobby i've made candles in the past for my house i enjoy them and like i told you like when i was driving um you know i light a candle every time i take a bath yeah, and it's easier and yeah. oh yeah and then if you just want to go hardcore i take the the melted wax and dip it onto my ball sack and then you know let it burn i think i think those flavors right there or those scents right there ass balls and fucking scrotum would definitely i could even make i could even make i could even make a fucking tapatio fucking <laughs> scent bro <laughs> hey, why bro, not you should, you have your make, house smell you like should, chile you definitely okay focus on on taint Vag, balls, butthole, and then some just just make smells like bathroom odors. Just you know the bathroom odor collection by Raul Canchola. <laughs> <laughs> smells like smells like a piece of shit dung somebody just took yeah, right now. Available at Macy's. <laughs> <laughs> Next to Donald Trump and Iv Ivanka Trump's uh, gear. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> make america great again nice. no but that's 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 my goal right now that's i guess the next business uh, venture that i'm trying to jump into that's exciting uh, i think it's gonna i think it's gonna be good bro because if you consider like people want to help you right like people right. want to help you in your businesses but sometimes insurance could be a little bit too expensive for them mm -hmm. and so it takes longer for them to make a jump from something that they've had for 15 20 years and just make a jump to insurance right so maybe even, somebody's even, more reluctant even, even if it's better for them even if it's better for them i mean you know i mean who knows uh and then if you're a real estate agent you could probably sell a house to a friend that might be buying but not everybody's gonna let go of everything and buy a house from you right away because some people don't qualify or whatever but even if you sell cars not everybody wants to buy the car that you have for sale but a fucking candle is only 20 bucks bro and every single one of your friends might go might just go help you out once and buy a candle if those candles smell good and they like it, you might have a repeat customer from your friends and family. Right. But again, it's not so much that you're going to be rich off of your friends and family. You just have a better platform of selling something else to a friend and a family member that could later on recommend you to someone else. At least that's I don't the know. idea. That's the idea. Sure. There could be so much things. So in other words, when I start my business, uh, candle making business, you better buy some candles, motherfucker. Uh, I believe I already have. You already bought candles for me? In the future at some point beautiful <laughs> sign up for the sign up for the deluxe fucking kit and only, only if you have ball and scrotum smells bro that's, <laughs> that's the only way i'm doing it hey Shit. My, since you're making candles you might as well make those boys ain't right scent candles bro yeah well i mean that would be dope i think that would be cool just be plaster cool. our faces on there and then just call it those boys ain't right candle yeah, you get you can have one with your face and then like right next to it like a uh, 
so you have your face and right under it, you can put some butt cheeks with your face just spreading out like this. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? And it's that's a great idea because if you think about it, like look at all these gimmicks. Look, yeah. you remember Spencer's from the mall where we used to go oh, to the yeah, mall when we were kids? Yeah, like, like I mean, I don't know if they smell. still. Yeah. Yeah. The I don't know if that shit still exists or not, but think about it. Like you could give your friends like a a, a manly candle, like it, it like a funny candle, a like candle. a gimmick candle. Yeah, like uh, a candle that smells like beer, or uh, a candle that smells like, like, like chile, tapatio. Like for those women that don't cook, but they want their mother-in-laws to think that they cook, just light this candle. It's gonna smell like fucking chipotle or something, you know? Chipotle and, uh, and menudo. Yeah, like oh, girl, you cook? Nah, it's just my candle. Mijo, 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 esta, esta sí es buena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and then those boys ain't right. We're the ones that brought that idea out there for them. So now happy life. People, bro. We're about always. The we're always thinking about them people. That's hilarious, bro. And now that, so that, but now that you're talking about that that business, man. Um, I was gonna ask you since you, you you touched on the topic of like not only friends and family, but maybe sometimes not doing something that's different. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I kind of wanted to get your take on this. So earlier today, I was at work. And I was having a discussion with someone. I don't remember how it started, but I think it was uh, obviously you. You know, we're both in retail, and we were talking about uh, how sometimes in retail, like people of our own kind. Now we're both Mexican, Mexican American, uh, for those that don't like us. But uh, you know, we grew up Mexican, and you know, we grew up with specific customs and culture traditions and stuff like that. But right. how do you how do you particularly feel about? La raza, if that's what you want to call it, or or whatever, where maybe they don't take an opportunity out of fear. Maybe it is, uh, like you said, habit. It could be, um, you know, maybe knowledge. Those kind of things. Like, how do you feel about those kind of things? Do you do you feel sympathetic for people that aren't gonna like in your example? Damn. Obviously, you're offering them something that they need that they could have. Yeah. But they don't take it. They don't take it right. for whatever their reasons are. Right. I don't know, man. Do I sympathize with them, empathize with them? I guess in a way, because, um, you, you know, when we talk about these individuals that don't take advantage of the stuff that's in front of them, it's usually around maybe a first generation Mexican that just came from Mexico. Uh, they immigrated. Now they have kids here and they've played it safe their entire lives. Right. And so when they look at some in a situation that they have in front of them, they might not want to make the call because they've already been burned so many times. And that makes uh, whether it's out of fear, whatever the case would be, bro. But, but I, I run through this on a day-to-day basis. I mean, I was just telling you earlier, um, just Saturday. Well, yesterday I was at my office and I had uh, two Mexican dudes come in and they wanted insurance. And sure enough, like the guy's paying $112 for the minimum coverage is on full coverage, right? Full coverage, 112 And I come and I tell them, I'm going to save you $20. I'm going to bring you down to $90 a month, right. and I'm going to double your coverages. And he was like, why would you, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Like, why can't you just give me what I have? And I told him, like, well, I'm going to save you money. Right. And I'm going to double your coverages because you're a homeowner. There's no reason why you should have the bare minimum when you're a homeowner. If you crash, they're going to go straight after your house. So you, right. you, you don't have anything done right here. I'm going to double your coverages and still save you $20. And the guy was so like skeptical as in like, why would you do it? And then I told him, okay, very well. If you want to pay what you're paying, no problem. And I gave him a quote uh, of the original coverage that he had. Right. Right. Same shit. And I saved him $5. I was like, look, this is one company. This is another company. It's up to you. 
I mean, at the end of the day, you're the one paying. So he ended up going with the same coverages that he has, that he had, and saved only $5 when he could have doubled those coverages and saved $20. I mean, I didn't know what else to show him. I showed him my own policy because I recently swapped my policy from Geico to this company that I'm you doing business with right now right. because I was able to give myself more coverages, dropped my deductibles, and I was able to, what's it called, um, save almost $30 a month or $50 a month or something like that. And so there is no way in hell that I wasn't going to take advantage of that promotion. And then, you know, we started talking to the to the right. guys, and one of them told me, they're like, hey, well... You know, I didn't even know I had a 401k and I've been investing on it uh, for like 20 years. I was like, no way. He's like, yeah, I guess like when I got hired in this company, they started it off for me and they have me at uh, 3% and then they match me 3%. And I was like, okay, great. So that's six, that's 6% that you're putting in your thing. That's a start, yeah. Yeah, and then I told him, I was like, so you didn't know about that and how much money you have after 20 years? And he was like, I got $60,000. I was like, that's great, man. That's great. And so he's like, but what I'm going to do, because I'm super smart, right? Because that's literally what he told me. Lo que voy a hacer, porque yo si soy inteligente, no quiero que me lo quiten. Meaning, what I'm going to do is because I'm intelligent and I don't want people taking my money. He says he was going to pull out. He was going to pull out $40,000 out of his $60,000. And he was going to keep just twenty in there so that like they couldn't rip him off. And then I was just like, and what are you going to do with the $40,000 that you have right now? that you're going to pull out. He's like, nothing. I'm just going to put it in a bank account. And I was like, are you understanding the fact that you get compounding interest, bro? Like you, you, you make so much more fucking money and interest. If you, and I, and I had to break it down. I took a piece of paper, Eric, I don't get paid for this shit. I don't do investments, but I was just like, why would you, I mean, I look at that guy. Yeah. yeah, he reminds me of my like my family, you know, my my dad, my uncles and shit, and not my grandpa. And I'm like, dude, I told him you have sixty thousand dollars this year alone. If you t- if you don't put any cents in there and you make twenty five percent on your money this dope. year alone, you're gonna you're gonna make fifteen thousand dollars this year, just right? Leaving it alone. Just just don't do anything. Just leaving it alone. You're gonna make fifteen thousand dollars, but you want to take out forty thousand, put it in your bank, and you're gonna keep twenty. Twenty thousand dollars, at the same, at the same twenty what twenty five percent. It's like five thousand. It's five thousand dollars. I told him by you taking your money out compared to the seventeen thousand dollars that you're gonna make, it's a twelve thousand dollar difference. You're you're cutting yourself short, twelve thousand dollars because you think that what you're doing is smart and nobody's gonna give you that money again. Like that's it. It's done. And and he's doing it. And he told me he was there. He was. I mean, we spent like two hours, bro. I had no customers, so I was just like spending time with them. Right. And they told me they're like things that there's a lot of things that we wanted to do in life because they were old gentlemen. There's so many things that we wanted to do in life that we didn't do because of fear. Right. And and that's what I mean, dude. I I hate acting on fear because regardless of what happens, I, I'll give you a clear example of what happened to me. Right. I left T-Mobile, my work. Yes. Of like seven, eight years in 2018. Yeah. It's been three years. I opened up a business and I worked out a business. If those business would have failed me, right. right? I still took a job right now at another company. Yeah, and that's because you chose to. Yeah, but I could have, if, if those businesses would have failed, I could have gone back to a job and guess what? Would have been in the same spot. Yeah, you wouldn't have been any worse off. 
I, nowhere. I'm, and that's the thing. I tell people all the damn time. And this is one of the things that I like to do with, like, even now with my employees, some of my new employees, they're extremely coachable. Um, they're kicking butt and all that. And so I look at them and I'm like, dude, if they keep being coachable, like some of my old employees that I had in the past, like, dude, like the, the, every, anything could happen because whatever you do and you fail, you're just going to go back to where you were at before. Right. Nothing changes. Nothing, Nothing changes. The only difference, the only thing that changes is that if you fucking hit that home run with that one move that you did, yeah. you don't, you never have to look back. But if you don't hit that home run and you strike out, guess what? You're going to wait till it's your turn to bat again. And in the meantime, you're just working. You're doing your thing. And then you're going to get back on that fucking batting cage and you're going to swing the fucking bat. Strike out. Do it again. You strike out. Do it again until you hit that fucking home run. And that is that is the biggest thing that happens to these Mexicans that they always, always run into that issue where they don't do it. Some kind of fear. And, and like, again, I, I get it. I sympathize with the fact that I, you know, that you, you know, they don't know who to trust. You know, people want, there's people that may want to, you know, screw them over, de- you know, deport them. They're, they have malintentions. <clears throat> sure. But like here in California, let's be honest, it's a little bit more, you know, accepting in the sense as like most people aren't ratting out their neighbors. Right. Right. And uh, like, for me personally, like it bothers me, I think on a core level, and I didn't understand why until I had to articulate it. And uh, and this is not to say, I hope I say it right and people don't hear what I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, there's somebody out there that's looking at this person and they think you're low IQ, you're a leech on society, you don't belong here, you know, like all this, all these stereotypes. And when you come to me, like, for example, when they come to me and they're asking me for, like, basic things. I understand that I grew up differently. I have privileges that these pers- these people didn't have. Maybe I understand technology better. But if I'm willing to show you, right, and you're not willing to learn out of fear or comfort or, or, or I don't know if it's comfort or discomfort. But if you're not willing to learn, like a prime example, you work in retail. I don't know. I, I take payments. You take payments kind of thing. Um, and people like are so accustomed to just like do it for me you know what I mean like do it for me that's their attitude do it for me it's like no I'm gonna show you how to use this tool and then they're in that moment you can see it as like oh no forget it and then they'll walk away kind of like like really like you're not willing to take on something where you can learn for yourself like I, I like yeah. it baffles me a little bit like and it it I, and I was like why does it bother me and it's like and I think like I said it's because there's somebody out there who looks at that person low iq a leash to society they don't belong here and it's just like dude you're proving all those things right that's just how i feel about it you know what i mean like like and so when they come in and then they don't want to take it it, i don't feel that sympathy for them that doesn't want to take that chance and i understand there's fear everybody has fear right we all have fears in some way or, or shape or form but there's people that at least are willing to try right uh, am i wrong no, no. I mean, I, you're wrong to the person that doesn't think that you're right, but you're right to the individuals that think that you are right. I, I, I just there's this this happens a lot of the time, and you'll get this with a lot of baby boomers, whether they're they're Mexican or not. Like I, I right now work in a community and where there's a lot of HOAs. And a lot of the communities in those HOAs are 55 and above. Mm-hmm. And these people, of course, they're American, they're black, they're Chinese, they're everything. Yeah, and most of them that come specific. in, 
Yeah, and most of them that come in, they're like, can you do this for me? Why? Because one, technology is not their strong point, so you can't blame them for something that wasn't around in their time that just maybe boomed in the past 10 years. And right, so if course. they're already 50, it. 60 years old, 70 years old, 80 years old, of course they're going to need your help because this technology came out when they were, you know, 50, 60, 70 years old. Just going to be, it's going to take longer for them to adjust to it. So I guess I don't get upset with people that need help with stuff like that. I get more, I get more upset with individuals that don't take a risk because they're afraid because that's, fear that, that's what is saying, the biggest yeah. thing for me. Like yeah. that's, that's the biggest upsetting factor Dude, for me spend, is, is, is people just doing that. I'll spend a good hour, two hours of my time, not getting paid, helping someone with something mundane, you know, as yeah. long as they're putting in the effort and I can see it's like, Oh, okay, cool. Like, I don't mind that. But like mm -hmm. the the melee, like eh, I don't know, please like do it for me, like like no no no, you're not gonna get me with that because I'm not always gonna be around to help you, like I'm right. not always gonna be around to help you, and the next person you talk to isn't gonna treat you the way I treat you. Maybe that's an right. ego thing, but I know that like like I'm trying to help you, I'm trying to to set you up for success in a different yeah. way. You know what I mean? I don't know. That, I just had to go on that on that little micro rant, and I just felt. Like no, no, no. I hear you. I mean, I, 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 I hear you, bro. I'm 100% with you. I've worked in different demographics all my life, uh, and you know, it's easier when you deal with somebody around your own age because they tend to understand it and know what they're doing, and and you have to do a lot less. Mm -hmm. And it's harder because sometimes we want people to to maybe to make the same choices that we make and they don't and i mean that's that's something that i deal with too like i sometimes look at my friends and i'm like you can't expect them to do or think and act like you do because everybody is different everybody has their own train of thoughts everybody does things way different so i try to calm myself uh, depending on what I'm trying to do or who I'm talking to, because I know that their their thinking might not be the same. One, they might think that I'm a fucking total loser, and then you know I'm over here trying to change their mind on something. It's not gonna happen. So I've tried to limit the amount of people that I talk to and that I um, try to give my advice to, because depending on who it is, it, 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 it might not even matter. They might take it as take it for granted or whatever. And so at this point in my life, I'm not trying to force my ideas onto anybody. I might talk to one or two different individuals about what i'm trying to do but that's it like i don't call my old friends and and i'm like hey what's up bro like you know let's do this because i know that they're not going to want to do it because they're they might be my age or they might be older than me but they're still about you know getting drunk and doing lots of coke and partying at the clubs and stuff and, and that's all great and dandy for them but for right. me it's not so but who am i to judge their style their lifestyle i'm no one so i let them be i let i let i let it be right not yeah, i mean i feel you i feel you yeah speaking of of like uh of doing good things and and all that stuff so i i don't know if i told you but i won winner circle and you I, did I congrats worked. Uh, do you want to explain too? Because you were we're in the same we were in the same company. You want to explain what Winner Circle is for people? Yeah. So um, this company that Eric works with, they have quarterly Winner Circles. This is when you become uh, the cream of the crop for that individual quarter. 
Um, so what it is, it's like it's all based on your sales. It's, it's based on your sales. It's based on merit. It's based on a few different things. But at the end of the day, they will take yeah, the quarterly results and base it against everybody in the company. So when somebody gets the recognition for Winter Circle, I mean, that's just a huge accomplishment. That means that you went above and beyond. You got great. Um, I don't even know if you guys call it the same thing, but like, you know, uh, great VOCs, meaning the voice of the customer where they rate him very well. And not only did the customers rate him very well, he also achieved every single KPI or metric, a key selling component. Um, so, I mean, it just, it, this award is only awarded to those who exceed at their jobs. Yeah. So congrats, Baca. I mean, that's a great accomplishment, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Like I, I, when, uh, when I got it, like I, I felt weird about it. Like I just kind of like, I didn't brush it off, but I was like, oh, okay. Like it wasn't, I don't know. I, I, I guess I didn't feel, it didn't feel earned to me. Why is that? I don't know. Like it just didn't. It didn't feel like a big deal to me. Like when they gave it to me, like I was, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it could have been because of the year. I mean, it's a COVID year, so maybe I'm trying to downplay the accomplishment. Or now was that was that for Q4 or what was it for? Q4. I'm assuming it's, it was Q4, right? Yeah. No. I mean, I would. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't cut yourself short. And I, I I'll say it like this because this has happened to me, especially in that same company. And where I won Warner Circle a few times, a couple quarters, and you, it might feel, I, at least for me, when I when I won it, I was a I was a leader, right? I was a I was a manager, so I won one as a, actually won one as an assistant manager, and I won it twice as a store manager. Right. And um, when I was an assistant manager, it felt like, like kind of like like you're treating it because I was kind of like, do I did I earn it? Did I not earn it? Because at that time. Two of my associates and myself won the winner circle in, yeah. in my store. But there was another assistant manager and there was another store manager who didn't win it. Right. And so the assistant manager and the store manager, they were kind of salty that I had won it. Right. And so to downplay their, their them hating, I downplayed my award <laughs> too. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, oh, it's all right. It's all right. I, I, I think I think I remember. Yeah. And then when and then when I won it as a store manager, I think I celebrated it a little bit more. But nonetheless, all they gave me was just a, a little plaque with the paper that was printed out, right. and it just said Q something Winter right. Circle. And so for me, oh, and they gave me like a little metal pen to wear on my shirt. I didn't get the metal pen. <laughs> which is funny because I just found it today. We're cleaning my garage. My garage. We're cleaning my um my my closet because i i, I got, have to make room for my shotgun that's coming in and so we decided to overhaul the whole thing and i found shirts that were still packaged bro <laughs> that i've never even wore i have a jacket that's still packaged uh which if you want i could give it to you i mean sure. i don't have a need for it and then i found my little pins bro which was pretty <laughs> crazy it was for socal i remember I even said nice. socal and so um i mean for me it was just like okay it's it's a great accomplishment and everything, but I feel like these companies, if somebody's going above and beyond, they should do something a little bit more, maybe dinner, maybe something that to show like, hey, thank you so much for your hard work. Right. And but so so that's why I think I understand what you're saying. Like you downplayed it a little, but it, overall, you were at the top of the fucking company, bro. That's awesome. Thanks. I appreciate that. Appreciate that very much. Um, just, you know, trying to do it again, you know, 
trying to do it again. But not not for anybody else. More more like for me, just to say that I can do it again. You know what I mean? If you do, if you truly want to challenge something that I was never able to accomplish within that company, is to have gotten Winner Circle four times in a row. So I did get it two times in a row, which I was really happy for. I thought I was gonna be able to do the four, and you know. That you, I got transferred from one store to the other. <laughs> Things happen. And I was just like, fuck. I couldn't do it. But, I mean, set that goal up, man. You got it for Q4. Get it for Q1, Q2, Q2 and Q3. Q3. Go for it, man. Here, I mean, why I, not? I, I think here's the other part of why I feel like I'm downplaying it. Um, obviously, uh, you know, Q4 is like mostly like the holidays, as they call it. And, right. And I was recapping with, with, uh, with my assistant manager who's like, you know, we've become friends. And we were talking and I was like, you know what, dude? I don't think I completed a full month each month for the last quarter. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, October? At the the, the, the last two weeks of October, out. The yeah. first two weeks of November, out. The yeah. last two weeks of December, out. Wow. And it's like and it's like, well, why were you out? Because uh there was a couple COVID outbreaks throughout the store. Uh with other yeah. people. Thank God, you know. Yeah, I I didn't get anything, but it's right. just like I didn't actually complete a full month, and so I, and it, wow. it makes me wonder: is like, would I have gotten better results, or was it like a like a oh you know this is where you ended and and that was it? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So well, Winter Circle, just so that you know, Winter Circle is based on hours worked. So uh, if you worked, let's just say you're working eight hours a day. 40 hours a week but you only worked in november you only worked two weeks so that's based on your on your on your on your 128 20 hours that you're working so it's all based on a percentage based on hours worked so regardless if you would have worked way more or way less is be is based on how effective you are when you're clocked in so the hours that you were clocked in you were being efficient you were performing above the average percentile that other people perform in so again don't don't cut yourself short because it was a little bit of time or it was a lot of time. It's just based on the hours that you were clocked yeah. in and all that good stuff. Well, well, like like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go for it all over again. So that's uh, Q1's goal. So far, I'm off to an okay start. Let's see how I end Q Q1 and uh, by the end of March. So. Yeah. No, but great job on that, man. I appreciate I, it. Thank you. I'm really happy for you and your accomplishments there. Thank you. Thank you. The other thing I kind of wanted to talk about is because yeah. I, I kind of saw it happening. I just want, and I'm gonna keep it ambiguous. But mm -hmm. uh, how do you feel about recognition in the sense? I love of like, recognition. But n I know you do. I don't care much for it. I like it, but I don't. I don't need it. If that makes yeah. sense. Like I don't sure. need it. Um, how do you feel about recognition for like something that someone does, but maybe like. Some people might see like, oh, this person deserves it. And let me set the example for you. So there was, there's a coworker that I have, right? There's two coworkers that I have. And then there was, a, there was an incident in which something happened and uh, some heroic acts were performed. They were both responded. Uh, one of them got recognized and the other one didn't. Um, now there, like, there's like this talk about like, why is only one person getting recognized and the other person isn't? And the other person doesn't really care. But it's it's more or less like why why how do you feel about giving someone their due recognition? Is it something that should be praised, or is it just more like is, does it need to be done for the the right the right reasons? Like for me, I don't care about like I said, I don't care about the recognition. If it was me, I'm more like I want to do something for the right reasons. Like 
and, and what I mean by that is like I don't I, like I wouldn't want to do something quote unquote heroic or quote unquote uh, you know something that does good for someone else if it's only for the sake of like look at me. Does that make sense? Give me one second. Yeah, I hear you. What do you think about that okay. overall? Um, here's the thing. For example, if you sign up to be a, a police officer, you sign up to be a fireman. Right. These individuals have to do heroic things on a day-to-day basis. Right. Should they be recognized for it? Sure. Sure. Right. I, I believe it. Um, but I don't think so. Why? Because it's something that they signed up for. They weren't forced to do it. So it's like they volunteered to go do it, just like the military. They right. People volunteer to be in the military. So... It is expected that some heroic shit's gonna happen, and you should not get compensated or rewarded for something that is your job. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I mean, the, at least the way that I see it, because it's like, you know, during this whole MAGA rally shit that was going on, and it was like blacks against the cops, because technically that's where the conservative m- mob, the MAGA people took that, and they were right. saying like, blue lives matter, blue lives matter, it's not just black lives matter, right? Right, right, right. And one of the things that I didn't agree with that is just that. It's like, well, blue lives do matter. I get that. Right. But people are not born with blue skin. Yeah, they, they people took on, choose. They took on that role, yeah. yeah, people choose to become police officers and wear, the, and wear blue. Right. Black people do, are not born and given the options to be black, white, Mexican, or whatever. That's what they came out to be. So for me, it's like a blue lives matter kind of guy. If you're if you're a cop and you do something heroic where you go, you know, you save a child from a burning fucking building and you take the child out. Well, granted, maybe that child one day will name his kids after you. And that should be enough reward for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and the, the reason why I say that not to sound fucking like douchey or anything, it's because that's what he signed up for. Right. Does that make sense? So here's the thing. If Eric Baca is working in his retail job and right outside, you know, somebody crashes and there's somebody dying inside a fucking burning car and Eric Baca takes off running mm-hmm. after this burning car, opens the door, takes out the people inside and then the fucking the car blows up. Dude, by all means, that's not your job. You right. went above and beyond the call of duty here. And then so yes, you should be recognized. Yes, you should be on channel five to channel fucking I don't know what the news are now, but you should be recognized as somebody that went above and beyond. Why? Because it's not your job. You didn't sign up for that. It came out naturally. It was heroic. Yes, recognize you, give you a fucking prize, give you a reward. My that's the way I see it. Right. I don't know. I, I just, I, I was just, I, it became a discussion, and I was just like, oh, this, this sounds interesting to talk about. Like, I, yeah, unless, me, unless, unless you're like Superman, then you don't deserve shit because no, you course. just got superpowers. I think, I think I just see it more like, um, it's kind of like related. Like, you know how you see like Instagram or vi- or Facebook videos of like people giving money to like the homeless, or they'll do yeah. some kind of charitable act with obviously the obvious camera on their face with the look at. Me yeah, that's stupid. I don't, I don't. And I always call out those videos, too, because it's like, okay, if you want to, um, was it you? And I'll say this here publicly, but I don't remember if it was you or if it was Gretel that went with me one time and we went to downtown LA and we were feeding the homeless. I don't remember if it was you or who was it, but I did that a long time ago because I wanted to help. I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't do that because I wanted people to know. And I didn't, nobody knew about it. If, if this is the first time, right. if you didn't go with me back then, 
then you're just hearing about this because I didn't want people to know. It was a charitable cause that I wanted to do. It was something that I wanted to do for the homeless people out in LA because there were so many in Skid Row. So I didn't have to go publicize it, right? I mean, I could have. I might have gotten some views, some like, oh, good job, but I don't need a good job from people that are not willing to do the same thing. So I remember we went to the food banks and we fed homeless. Uh, I saw... I saw children with their mom. I saw an individual man. And then we went and we gave out turkeys for Thanksgiving. Right. And we went to the um, the uh, the big uh, Catholic church out in downtown. Right. And we, we were, you know, we were doing a lot of stuff. And so for me, it's like that came out naturally, organically from me. And so right. I didn't need people to know. So if you have to go around places with the fucking camera, I mean, think about this shit, bro. And this is what pisses me off right. when I see this on online is you have these poor kids. You have these. A poor woman that hasn't ate in fucking three days. And then you're over here with a camera in her face. Right. You're making her feel worse than she already feels. Because now everybody's going to see her fucking face. Right. And then you over here. Here's a bag of food. Great job. And although the only reason you're doing that shit is to get fucking views on your on your Twitter, on your right. fucking Facebook, right. or whatever. And to me, that's not right. right. I, don't, I don't find that to me that's not right like the bible says that you know whatever your left hand does or your right hand does don't let the other hand know what he's doing it's basically saying don't do things for the sake of publicity because you already got your reward out of it you already got your praise from from man and so i was like okay and and it's something that i try to live to so i was just curious like how how you felt about it because like the person that we were that 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 we're talking about did do heroic stuff they did do heroic stuff i'm not downplaying that at all what what it just uh, what what everybody else was talking about is like well why why didn't the other person get recognized I'm like that person maybe didn't want to get recognized it, there there's a reason there, there's I'm sure there's a reason but um, regardless of whether that person wanted to or not I mean I don't maybe maybe they didn't want the grand spectacle maybe they didn't do it for that reason maybe they didn't, you know, I, there could be a myriad of reasons why yeah why yeah. something didn't go down who knows so I don't know I thought I just thought about that real quick like something to chew on. Um, cool. What else do we got? Well, bro, I, I know you were telling me that you were trying to sleep yesterday. As you know, everybody yeah. knows you're a massive drug dealer. So <laughs> <laughs> when you told me that story, dude, I couldn't stop laughing. So t- tell everybody what happened last night. As well, I mean, you know, me and Eric have been dabbling in some edibles, making making edibles and Candy. branding them to our own. Yeah. And so yesterday i was like you know what let me try one of these bad boys <laughs> and i mean for those of you who don't know me i don't smoke i don't drink i don't do none of that you stuff i, I think that you shouldn't do but i know that this is considered medicine and i figured one one hurt I, i've been having some really bad uh, back pains it's the reason one of the reasons why i went on a leave of absence like two years ago right. from work Tell my back stop blowing your back out bro <laughs> <laughs> and so and so i was just like damn dude like i'm really hurting i want some sleep and so i decided to pop one of these candies well, I already knew I was going to get kind of high and I didn't want to I didn't want to feel it. So I decided to go to sleep. And so, sure, I went to sleep. I, I forced myself. I turned everything off. I knocked out and I woke up today in the morning uh, to like a ton of messages on my phone. <laughs> and then I woke up super thirsty. I woke up super hungry. <laughs> I woke up ready to like pipe like as many as Guys, freaking butt cheeks I could have gotten myself <laughs> onto. And so I was telling Eric that when I was asleep, I mean, I knew I was asleep because I know I was asleep right. and I was having some like vivid ass fucking uh, 
um what's it called dreams like my dreams were so fucking vivid what did you dream and, about ah bro what did i dream about tyrone blowing out your back huh? no 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 you know what it was weird because i dreamed about like you know talking about being heroic i, I dreamed about saving a little girl um trying to find her mom i don't know it was weird bro it was so weird and then um but i went from dream to dream to dream to dream i don't know if you does that make sense no, like yeah, i'm, like I'm your, in, your sequence has changed like maybe you're like in one day you're you're blowing you know 10 guys and then the swing switches up and then you're getting fucked by nine guys and then, oh shit <laughs> so is that what you're these about? sound like, i mean why i don't understand why you're always talking about getting your back blown and <laughs> blowing guys and getting trying, smashed by guys i think that this is what you want for yourself or what goes on in your no, own I'm fucking home to make it comfortable for you to come out bro oh, it's okay is that it's it it's okay We're well no let me let me explain it so <laughs> So in one of my dreams, I could I could remember this because I was jumping from dream to dream. So I was in my dream. Let's just say I'm over here in the Matrix, right? Like fucking with Neo and shit. Like nice. what's going on? And then there's a door. So I open the door. And as soon as I step through the door, I'm in another dream. And so now I'm over here with the Lion King fucking singing Hakuna Matata with Simone <laughs> and Pumbaa. And I go through another door and I'm somewhere else now, you know? And so it seemed that real. And it was very extremely vivid to me that I was just like, damn, this is crazy. And so one of the things that I told Baca is that when I woke up, I was like, damn, like, I don't remember waking up at all through the <laughs> night to go to the bathroom. And usually I wake up like two, three times through the night. Uh, it's hard for me to I'm, I'm not a like a heavy sleeper. I'm always up. Um, some cases you might call it like insomnia where like I just don't sleep. I, I'll go like the whole night with my eyes open and then I just wake up because I mean, I just get up because I see the, the sunlight coming down and I'm like, all right, well, let me get ready and I'll go. And then after working that whole day, my body just can't take it. And then I knock out, right. you know, but just based on being just tired. And so for me, um, it was, it was kind of crazy because I went through all that experience. Then I woke up, uh, Baca had texted me, I guess at 11 at night, which <laughs> God knows why. And I just replied back and, I was telling him I was craving breakfast, like that good breakfast, like hash browns, bacon, eggs, all that shit, French toast. Breakfast burrito, bro. Mm -hmm. And so then I knocked out again. I was just like, I can't get up. Like, this is just my, my covers feel so good. And so I went to sleep. Not, I didn't go to sleep. I was just in bed kind of deal. But I think I did fall asleep because finally at the time that I actually got out of my bed, it was like around like 1 p.m. So... So I was just like, damn. And so I got to go to sleep right now because I got to wake up early in the morning nice. tomorrow. I got to wake up like at five in the morning. Got to get out of my house. Nice. Um, so, are yeah. You, so, I mean, it, are you going to try it again? Would I do it again? I don't think so. I think it was enough for me to just like feel really good. Um, it's again, it's not for me, Eric. So the way that I could just fix that pain is going to have to be through like a Tylenol or something like that. Um, being dozed off for that long amounts of time. And like my arguing with you all the time is I don't like to waste time. And I feel that spending so much time on a Sunday, just laying down, um, uh, it is a waste of time, at least for me, at least for me. And so one time, great. You know, it was, it was been like 15 years, uh, again, just shows that it's not for me, but I know that for a fact I got a heck of a fucking product if it killed me for almost 24 hours. So Yeah, you're yeah. like, ah. <laughs> Bro, dude, I, I need to try it now uh, because I don't normally, like, take something like that before going to sleep. And since you're describing vivid dreams, 
Yeah. I don't like even now. I don't dream, dude. At least I don't think I do because oh I, wow, I can't recall nothing, dude. As far as I know, I'm closing my eyes and I'm waking up. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that feels. Like. And you know what? It's funny that you say that, bro, because it's been a it's been such a long time since I actually had a dream. What allows me to dream? And maybe this is just a just a like a something to help you. Um, sometimes I'll go months without like reading a book or listening to like an audio book. Right. And, and I know, and I know it's been months because I stopped dreaming. Once I, once I catch myself and I'm like, oh shit, I haven't dreamed anything in so long. It's like, all right, pick up a book and I have to start reading a book or listening to audio books. And I don't know if it's all this shit that goes into your, like, Some like you punches. mentioned it, like your, like your, yeah, your RAM memory and all this shit that. Uh, it awakens something during your sleep that allows you to dream about something. But it, it's been a while. The last time, Baca, that I actually had a vivid ass dreams like this was when I was with my boy Eric, mm -hmm. but not not Eric Baca, my boy Eric Ortiz, <laughs> and we and we actually flew to um, where did we fly out to? We flew to uh, Cuba. to Cuba. Yeah, me and him were in Cuba, and after staying in these houses that were built like. In the 1400s and shit, because it looked like it. Um, I don't know if it was ghosts, like, in the house or what it was, but I had some vivid motherfucking dreams of niggas, like, being right next to me on the bed, being like, what <laughs> up, bro? What are you doing here? So bro, I think I was just being haunted, but maybe. I'm just saying. Dude, speaking of, like, subconscious and shit, <clears throat> so you know how, or, like, a couple uh, a couple episodes ago, so I was talking about, like, doing my affirmations and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I've been trying to get into the daily habit. Um if it's not in the morning, at least once a day, listening to about 30 minutes of affirmations. And uh, for those that don't know, affirmations are basically like uh, statements that you tell to yourself in order for you to, I don't know, re reprogram your mind. I believe that's the purpose of it, right? Yeah. Um, so sometimes I don't sleep. Sometimes I like I find myself like tossing and turning. It'll be like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'll just be laying there. And I don't sleep. Uh, so I was like, you know what? Instead of, you know, just tossing and turning, why don't I just listen to something that'll quote unquote reprogram my mind? So I'm listening to some affirmations, dude. And check this out. So I'm listening, right? And I, I'm listening to your average, you know, I am great. This is and that, you know, you're amazing, right? And there's this one time, this one time where I wake up and I'm listening to some weird ass shit. And I'm, all I hear is, Right, just like bubbles. I'm like, I'm hearing it, but I'm still asleep. And then I hear like, like soft touching into the mic, and I was like, the fuck am I listening to? Like, right? And I look up, and it's it's a YouTube video, right? But the first thing I see is bam, titties. So I guess yeah. So there's this girl who took it upon herself to make what's called like uh, ASMR. I don't know if that's what it is. But basically, she gets on a mic and she makes all these weird-ass sexual-sounding sounds for the sake of, of like, uh, putting you to sleep. So, the fuck? So, so all I hear is, like... Look, let, let me see if I can pull it up. So the, the Bro, that shit. It. All you hear in there is like, put it in my butt. Yeah, just watch. No, just but watch. you know, but but look, I mean, to your <laughs> to your point of affirmations, you put on these long ass fucking videos of like ten hours, right? To like, so you could go to sleep with him, right? Right. Kind of deal. Is that what you do? Yeah, just to, just to, like, okay. To like, what did you you know? And you know, and these affirmations, they tell you like you just said, like I am great. Right. I am. I am a millionaire kind of deal, right? So, like, right. you could put that in your subconscious and, and manifest it into real life. Right, right, right. 
what if they fuck with you, Eric? And you know and what, and like. I thought like, about that shit. Like they put like, some Satan worshiping shit. Like I, yeah, I worship like to, Satan, and I was like, no, 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 no. Not only <laughs> that, not only that, but like the way that I'm seeing it is like, what if you were to, um, like, you're listening to an affirmation, right? And you put it in at 12 p.m. because you're gonna knock out like around 4 a.m. And like around 4 a.m., bro, 5 a.m. when you're like, when you're coming back to, like, you're still asleep, but you're coming in. That shit goes like, like you are gay. You like dick. And this is the reason why for the past few months since you started your affirmations, you keep talking more about fucking dick and all this shit. I mean, is it a, I mean, or, or let's just not say it's about gay shit, but what about if they say something about like, like you said, like the, a demon or something, you think, you think you could be getting fucked at night, bro? Like based on your affirmation, somebody's doing you dirty and I putting mean, some shit be, in there. Bro, you know, it, it scares the shit. Look, I've listened to some weird ones, bro. Where it's like it's all like like pulsating sounds, and I freak the fuck out, bro. Cause I'm like, what am I listening to? Like, I don't know what that is. So, but check this out. Like, I want you to describe. I don't know if you can see my screen, but I want you to describe what I'm showing you. Can you can you see what I'm showing you? Yeah. Okay. So, what is the name right here? ASMR Maddie. Right. And what kind of pictures, like in videos, does she have on? I see there? big tits with mics next to her. Big tits, right? So. Big hot blonde. <laughs> so. What? What does it say right here? Side to side <laughs> mouth sounds. <laughs> so, so I'm like, what the fuck? So these are the kinds of things I'm hearing. It's like three o'clock in the morning. Jasmine's like, what the fuck are you listening to? I'm like, I don't know. What is she doing? She's rubbing the mics like they're dicks, dog. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? This is what this is what I'm talking about. You're getting fucked with your affirmations. You're over here. She's teaching you how to rub a fucking penis, and, and over here, you're over here obsessed with them, and you're claiming you're helping me come out of the closet. Look at you. You're over here trying to like come yourself out of the closet with affirmations. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Can you hear it? No, I can't hear it. Oh, I wonder. If, I wonder if I can hear. I mean, it looks song. like she's having a great time right there. She's just saying like some weird shit. And as she goes from one mic to another? Yeah. And what is let, she saying? Let me see, let me see. Hold on. <laughs> just wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just so everybody knows, Baka right now is getting the YouTube video and listening to what this girl's saying. I cannot hear it, no. Okay, hold on, let me see, let me see. What? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she's saying, dog. But just picture this, bro. I'm waking up out of my slumber, eyes sticky full of webs, and the first thing I see are titties, bro. Big ass nipples, just like, whoa. And then. <laughs> Dude, this. Look, this is how I know that she's committed to your shit and you're not. It took you. It's taken you fucking 14 fucking podcasts to figure out how to record with two mics. Hold on. This Hold on. Has two Wait, mics recording. She's guys out. She's got, she's, link, she's got a link to her OnlyFans, dog. That shit makes me laugh. <laughs> she's got a link to her OnlyFans. See, that's what I'm talking about, bro. She's then, an entrepreneur at heart. And then, and then here's the thing that makes me laugh. I told you, I'm a glutton for reading comments. I don't know why I find them hysterical. And I just like looking at the at the at the comments that thirsty ass dudes leave. And there's like, <laughs> like she makes me feel really good for some reason. Like, <laughs> I like this one. She makes me crazy sleepy like a jackhammer. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, yeah, I clicked. It's just a man. <laughs> let's see. Uh, dude, this shit made me laugh. And then she has like hundreds of these videos, bro. And like she's got different shirts. 
She's got different things. If you want to look for yourself, it's called ASMR Maddie. That shit's too funny, bro. I just had to bring that up because I thought it was hysterical. And uh, just throw in the plug, those boys didn't write Cindy to her OnlyFans. Yeah. We get paid for that, so thank yeah, you we guys. Get, yeah, ASMR Maddie. If you're still getting paid because of us, you're welcome. Hey, you send us on. the checks. You, you, should, you should come on the podcast and start making us feel good with those mouth sounds that you do. <laughs> that's fucking funny bro this is what i'm saying you're getting fucked bro somebody went in there and laid a fucking idea in your mind that you were gay you probably weren't and now you think you are because at night during your affirmations they're telling you it tastes good and you're over here like it does it does <laughs> it does taste good hey what's this taste on my mouth <laughs> Hey, babe, this is Eric. This is Eric telling Jasmine, hey, babe, um, can you try that? Sir? Oh, no, I mean, no, since I know that it tastes good, you fucking gay guy. So, good job, Baka. Yeah, so I just thought I'd bring that up for kicks because I knew I knew you could kick out of it. Yeah, just so what's just next? Picture that, picture that in, in your in your sleepy slumber, bro. I don't, I don't. That's just scary as fuck. What, what, what would have happened if Gretel caught you listening to that? nothing she would just be like the fuck no are dude, you listening she, to the gay affirmations eric sent you she would have been she would have chopped your balls off long ago bro probably and then uh i guess i mean you just bought something new bro right i think you just bought something new that we're gonna go try out soon hopefully i did so i've been in the market for a shotgun for some time now and um i i went into big five the other day just to go buy a water bottle and every time I go into any like sporting store or anything like that, I always make a beeline to like the ambo section uh, just to see what's around, just to see if I can pick up a few boxes because then I have friends like Eric that come and shoot all my shit and then leave me with no <laughs> ammo. Uh, so I went in there to take a look and I saw that they had a whole bunch of uh, ammo. And I'm sorry, they had a whole bunch of guns, but they were just shotguns. So I asked the guy, I was like, hey, I'm looking for a... A starter shotgun. I want. I want a. I know. I want a pump action. I don't want a semi. Um, I want a pump action gun so that I could take it hunting. I want to be able to go hunt, you know, quail, doves, turkey, and all that shit with the with the uh, 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 bird shots. And so he showed me a couple. So I ended up going with the Mossberg, 20 inch barrel. So it's like a long barrel, long gun, um, longer than my AR-10 because my AR-10 is an 18 18 inch. Yeah. meant for snipering so this Mossberg is 20 inches long and it's a 12 gauge so you know versatile you get to shoot you you have slugs in there you have you have everything you could do turkey shots deer shots bird shots all that shit yeah so i'm pretty excited for it man so i in california for those of you who don't know now you'll learn you there's a 10-day waiting period so I bought it. I think on Friday. I think I, I think it was Friday. I thought the so, I thought the I thought the handgun was only ten days, and the shotgun was five. Oh, I might be wrong, but I I always I always give it ten days, bro. Mm. But you might be right. I don't know. I haven't looked that up ever. So I mean, I just know I wait ten days and then I go. Right. But um, I'll definitely t take a look. I left my receipts in my car or in my office. I don't right. know, one of those. So I'll have to take a look. <laughs> but uh, awesome. but yeah, I'm pretty excited, man. It's all black. Uh, I already tactical? ordered some. No, well, yeah, technically, but it's not tactical yet. But I did order a whole bunch of aftermarket parts online already. So right. the stock, I, I, I'm gonna change the stock that it comes with uh, because you know a shotgun, you just hold it like this, you, you anchor it on your shoulder, and that's it. 
So what I did, I, I changed, I'm gonna change the back stock so it could be like an AR-15 stock where you it's collapsible up and right. down and it gives you a hand grip too. So I'll have a hand grip and then my collapsible stock and then my pump, I'm also gonna have a grip, a cool little grip for her pleasure nice. and, a, and, like, and like a tripod to it. So you, 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 you kind of like hold it down here, hold it down here and you like pump it like this instead right. of like, like holding a big old swing, you know? Uh, anything to make me feel <laughs> less gay while holding this gun. So, um, I mean, long, I black, a, long black barrel. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> I got a picatine rail on it so that I could put some, some sort of sights. Right. Just to make it easier. Nice. Very nice. So when are we going to go shooting it? Uh, whenever you want. Pretty much what I got was a Mossberg, uh, Mossberg 12 inch, no, 12 gauge. 12 inch is your favorite, but um, <laughs> I got a 20, 20 inch, 12 gauge shotgun. And the reason why I did this is because, you know, pretty soon we're going to have um, the, the season opening up for it to go hunt quail and all this. And then jackrabbits, bro, it's like 24 seven. You don't need a permit or anything. You could just go and start blasting jackrabbits out of the desert if you wish. And so I, I really want to kind of focus on that these next couple of months. I want to, I want to start getting them and, and and start learning how to cook with them and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to go hunt turkeys, to go hunt everything. And nice, it's pretty cool. I'm excited for it. I mean, it, it just was a fluke. I remember just walking into the Big Five just to go get a, a, a bottle of water, and I ended up coming out with the fucking purchase of a shotgun <laughs> but in california you can't just walk out with the gun so you gotta wait it's a 10-day waiting period but nice well, yeah when it, when you get it let's start shooting things yeah no that's the plan bro so right as soon as i get it i want to start shooting right now i'm already looking for ammo so if you find it uh pick me a couple boxes of bird stock it. it's gonna be the best thing but i i you know my experience shooting um uh, shooting these rifle i'm not sorry shooting these shotguns is that they they kick pretty hard i oh, shot yeah. my sister's shotgun and i was just like god damn yeah when are you gonna get the the attachments so i'm planning on making this shotgun into a tactical shotgun <laughs> so i want to change the stock regular stock into a handle and right. collapsible stock and then i want to change i need to put a picatine rail which i have to disarm the like the trigger assembly on the gun so that right. i can mount a sight and it's just gonna be a very basic red dot on this one. I don't need anything like too fancy, just so that I can align the red dot in front of the bird and then shoot. And I know that the bird's gonna fly into my bullets. Nice. Um, makes it a lot easier to do it that way. So yeah. um, I, I don't know, I'm gonna start buying everything shortly because I want, as soon as I get the gun, I wanna make sure that I swap everything out and, and start shooting with it. And then nice. next week, I should be able to get the gun as well as next week, my AR, Hand built is going to be finalized, meaning I could take it out to the range and finally start shooting it too. Dope. So I'll have my sniper, I'll have my tactical in-home gear, and now my my tactical. And you know what? Let me tell you something. I ended up going with a 20-inch barrel, bro. Even though it's long, mm-hmm. um, I feel like if you do go shorter barrel on a shotgun, you 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 can't hunt with those shorter barrels. Right. And uh, I think, it, you know, it makes it, it, they're really good for home defense, but they suck for hunting. Yeah. And so I wanted to have something that could hunt, but then at the same time, I could use it at home. So yeah. that's why I ended up going with that one. I went more with the hunting because I already got plenty of rifles and stuff like that that could defend my house. Right. Uh, I just needed something else. Nice. 
when are you gonna get the the AR forty seven with the with the shotgun attachment and M four A one grenade launcher? Well, like I told you before, I'm gonna get it as soon as they make it. So <laughs> you, you keep Boy, me posted on that. You can make it. Okay, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how I could add the, all of that shit to it. Nice. But yeah, that's all I got, man. That's that. That was pretty much what I what we've been missing. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad we had a chance to talk about pretty much everything. Yep. Uh, me too. Let's hope this recording comes out good, and let's and then hope um, so. and we finally figured something out that works. Then uh, I guess now we could maybe start going back to telling the no ma'am stories, bringing yeah. guests on, and all that. Now that we kind of figured some something out for us. Yeah. We 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 uh we 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 conquered all the errors, hopefully. So. Yes, sir. Just keep our ears posted. And if you want to hear the crappy audio of the of the best podcast we've done in oh, a while, right. go ahead. Uh, let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us know if you do want to listen to it. I mean, honestly, I do feel like that was the best podcast ever. If the it audio just was great, just I think flowed. we would have gotten like at least 30 million fucking yeah. views on it. But for sure. Said, but bro, bro had to do his thing. But aside from that, bro, I mean, that's all I got for this week. What do you me, got? Me too, son. That's it, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen back to my affirmations and, and see if titties pop up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop listening to affirmations. That's what's making you gayer and gayer. <laughs> With that being said, my name is Raul. My name is Baka. And those boys ain't right. right. Signing off. Peace.